What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. Welcome to another Deep Dive episode. This time it's on my girl, Ambra. Of course, I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, is Eric. Hey, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. We're going to start up with Ambra's lore. Basically, she was a silent sister. She worked under Rendane and many others throughout the years because she's been alive for around 11,000 of them. Um, Once she was betrayed by Rendane, she sided with Gaul and the Battleborn. And hence, you see her now fighting alongside all those dastly bastards and doing good. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ambra is a generate supporter, and she's uh, classified under versatile, healer, and complex. And her abilities reflect such. And they would mm-hmm. be Staff of Radiance, which, of course, is just her basic uh, attack, like Ombra's Staff of Radiance, drains health from a targeted enemy, returning 30% of the damage dealt to herself and generating heat. And like you said, this is her primary attack. This is what you need to be doing all the time as much as you can. Drain everything you can find. Drain a minion. Drain a, drain a Battleborn. Drain the sentry. Drain, drain, drain. Build your heat up. I, I do think there's a small change they should make to Staff of Radiance because the like the activation distance on it is really close. You got to be right up on somebody to activate it. But then once you are, you can be moon jumping like back 30 feet and it will maintain the link on that. Mm-hmm. So even as somebody who plays a lot of Ombra, it feels really kind of unbalanced in that way. Like I can chase people down and even though I'm not gaining on them in any way, I'm still draining them and draining them and draining them and draining them unless they have like a, a super dash to get away. So I, as much as I like it, it still seems kind of kind of broken like they should up the activation distance and then decrease the break distance that's just what i feel anyway i would have to agree being on the receiving end of those drains quite a bit yeah i feel like you just can't escape unless like you said you've got a teleport or something Mm -hmm. so all right well her second talent is going to be scorching strikes which ombra unleashes a series of melee strikes spending heat to do up to a hundred percent extra damage per hit then also the heat strikes lower the cooldown of sunspot by one second that's something they've patched in with one the last big patch not this most recent one that really adds a lot to ombra's game i mean you don't really like to be in melee ranges ombra a whole lot but this gives you that kind of risk reward you want to run in hit somebody a couple times with your melee to get your sunspot up so you can put it out there, do a little bit more damage or give you know, give your buddies a little bit more sustain. I like I like playing around with that. Yeah, I've seen several different builds playing around with being, you know, your standard healer, but then also being like a melee in your face kind of attacker to as well, mm-hmm. especially if you tie it with solar winds, which we'll talk about shortly. Yeah. Um, yep. But her passive is Flame Shield. When Ombra's health falls below 20%, she is protected by a Flame Shield for four seconds that provides 300 overshield. I don't really know what to feel about this passive. It seems like one of those where if I'm fighting an Ombra, this always saves her life like 99% of the time. She'll pop her Flame Shield up. I mean, you don't actively do it, but it pops up and then she'll run away. And I can never do enough damage to break that shield. But anytime I'm Ombra, hey, I'm, I'm, I got this Melka or whoever really close to death. Or my Flame Shield's up. I'll be able to take her down. I'm instantly dead. What? Why did my shield just get instantly destroyed? So I like it in theory more than in practice on my end. But it seems to work for everyone else in the world, so I, I don't know maybe what's wrong with me. Hmm. Well, I can list a few things wrong with you, Matt. But No, but I mean in the game, in the game, in, okay. in the game. That's a different deep dive, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's once we've hit all the other characters. Okay. All right, what is wrong with us? What why is, are we terrible? Why are we in <laughs> bad human beings? 
Well, let me list the ways. <laughs> Six-hour podcast. Uh, exactly. All right, so moving on to her three abilities, you got your first one, and most important one in my opinion. Yep. You got Sunspot. Summons a Sunspot that does 40 damage a second to nearby enemies, 32 healing to an ally at the cost of its own health. Up to two Sunspots can be active at once. Cooldown on that is eight seconds. And again, this is her primary skill or ability. Every time there's a Sunspot up, you need to be putting a Sunspot out. I know I said it with Reyna about her overshields, but... Sunspots have to be everywhere. Even if there's nobody there, you know, put it in the lane. It'll do a little bit of initial damage to the wave, or it'll heal up your wave a little bit, or, you know, put it back by the sentry so people have a place to run to to get some some initial healing or, you know, to top off a little bit. Sunspots need to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you're not putting out sunspots, you're not ombreing right. Exactly. And even if there's no one there, like you said, put it down in the lanes because not only can it get the uh, minions, etc., but it makes people incoming baddies hesitate mm. you know they see a sunspot especially if they're melee they're like, ah, crap i gotta go either through it around it or go destroy it and you know that's time that's health or e- even if they're ranged it'll take oscar mike you know a couple seconds to destroy destroy that sunspot but that's still two more seconds he's wasting on not killing your minions or not killing your buddies precisely and the cooldown's only eight seconds and lower if you hit stuff with your melee strike so it's not like, oh, I put it out there and it got killed. Now I have to wait 30 seconds for it again. No, just boom, 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 sunspots. Her second one is Solar Wind. It channels a fiery wind that quickly builds heat as it damages enemies in front of Ambra. Solar Wind does 80 damage per second for three seconds and has a cooldown of 18 seconds. Now, this base ability I do not like at all. I almost never use it. If I use it, it's because somebody's already in my face, and I feel like just wailing on them with scorching strikes would be a better option than this. I'm sure there are people who use this really, really effectively, and obviously it does build heat, so it helps you out in that way. But I feel like the damage it does is next to nothing, and the things you can augment it with that don't change it into a completely different ability, spoiler alert for the Helix, don't do enough to it to make it, like something you would use a lot. I just, I never find myself using the base solar wind. I'd have to mostly agree. I don't use it that often, but I, I do find it useful if you've got a couple people right in your face because it just mm. starts knocking them back, getting them out of your way. And if you read, it does quickly regenerate heat. So whilst it's doing that, it gives you a great source of heat. And then, of course, mm. that couple extra seconds to get the heck out or change up whatever the heck you're doing since you had two individuals three individuals right in your face but it only knocks them away if you pick the helix choice that does that that's very true it it doesn't do it at its base thing Mm -hmm. plus the range on it is so short i don't know i'm not a fan i know it has its uses certainly but like i said if i'm in that range i want to be draining them or i want to be smacking them with my staff that's that's just me and lastly for her, we have her ultimate, Extinction Event. Calls down a meteor at a targeted location, dealing 334 damage and leaving a scorching area of effect, dealing 20 damage over 5 seconds. It has a cooldown time of 60 seconds. Now again, this is kind of an ability I am not a huge fan of. I basically only like this for when you're pushing on a sentry. You can drop it on the sentry. You know the sentry's not really going anywhere, so it's a guaranteed hit on that. But because it takes, I mean, it seems to take like 10 full seconds for that extinction event to come down. Because you put it in an area, the little generate diamond comes up, and then it's, I think, what, four or five seconds before the meteor actually hits and does Mm -hmm. the damage. 
So anytime I'm putting it on like a minion wave, even if my minions are butting up against them and they're not going anywhere, I drop it on there and then it seems like no matter who I'm trying to hit it on, you know, Battleborn or the minions, they just walk past it and the meteor hits and does nothing because nobody's there anymore. So like I said, for, for fixed positions like the sentry, like buildables, I love it. You know, if somebody's camping out by the supply station, drop it on the supply station, you're going to do a lot of damage to it and anyone who stays around. But it seems like kind of more of like a, kind of like what you said with the sunspot, like a, a distraction or an area of denial tool. I'm going to put it down. Uh, there's going to be damage coming in this big area. I got to run away. Seems like I never hit anybody with it, but I scare people off with it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of useful, kind of not. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I would mostly agree. However, once again, it is just very useful, especially on those uh, incursion maps where they got the tight lanes there. You shut down a lane, basically, when you throw it down because everyone scatters until Mm. that sucker's gone. That's true. That's true. So it definitely does have uses, but just not not something I think is the strongest of ultimates anyway. All right, and I guess that will take us straight into the Helix. We'll talk more about kind of play styles and gear after we get through all the abilities and things. So her Helix on the left side, you've got Blessings of the Empress. That's kind of a lot more to do with healing, a lot of sunspot-type things. On the right side, you've got Fire and Brimstone. That's a little more of your DPS tree, a lot of stuff with Solar Wind and how to modify that. So here we go, level 1. On the left, you've got Sunspotter. Enemies damaged by a sunspot take increased damage for a short time, plus 16% damage over 4 seconds. To the right, you've got Illumination. Solar Wind catches enemies on fire, revealing enemies and doing damage over time, plus 121 damage over 3 seconds. This one is really a toss-up for me. Just because, like I said before, I don't really like Solar Wind, and I'm not 100% sure if this stacks with the way that you change Solar Wind later in the Helix. I'm assuming it probably does. I guess this would be useful if you have like a Pendles you're facing and he's up in your face. You can hit him with Solar Wind and he'll be revealed for a little while, but you need a coordinated team to capitalize on that. So for me, I generally go Sunspotter because I'm always using Sunspots. Sunspots are always on the field. If they're in there and, you know, helping do a little more damage on somebody, it's not something I ever really notice, but I feel like it helps me more than the other one does. On this one, I would also agree. Uh, getting that extra bonus damage on any enemies hit by the sunspot, that's just a win-win. You got you know increased damage from you. You got increased damage from everybody around you. And mm-hmm. I, I just don't see Solar Wind, like you said, being that useful. Because the only thing that's going to happen if you reveal an enemy, what do they always do? They just immediately run. So, like you said, unless you got others there to help kill him immediately, eh, he got away, and now he just will come back again later. It's not going to help much. Now, level two, you got on the left Blessing of the Sun. That increases Sunspot's healing over time, plus 30% health regeneration per second. In the middle, for your your mutation, you've got Soothing Sunlight. Sunspots provide a burst of healing when picked up by allies based on the health remaining to the Sunspot, up to plus 133 healing. And to the right, you've got basically the opposite of the mutation, Solar Burst. Sunspots explode when triggered by nearby enemies, dealing damage based upon the health remaining to the Sunspot, up to plus 133 damage. This one, I always go to the left to increase the Sunspot's healing over time, just because... I mean, if the mutation and the one on the right made Sunspot a targeted ability where you put it directly on somebody, I could see those being useful. But anytime I put a Sunspot out, 
and I've got soothing sunlight or solar burst on. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put it there and I'm going to hit, say, a marquee with that. But anytime I put it out there, a minion will run in and either take, either steal the healing or steal the damage. And it won't, I, I can't get it to hit what I need it to hit. I could see if you have solar burst and you want to lay it just on a sentry because the sentry's not going to go anywhere and it's just going to eat the damage. But in any other case, with sunspots all over the field, blessing of the sun is just the way to go. Once again, I have to agree. Um, and for the reason that in most matches, you're not going to have a full team. Uh, people generally aren't even going to know that uh, if you had soothing sunlight, that they can go run and pick it up and actually get a big burst of healing. So yeah. they're not going to grab it anyway. And then, like you said, minions or whatever are going to run into it, and it's just going to be pretty much wasted. So overall, it's just a much more foolproof plan to go with Blessing of the Sun because it's just going to be general healing over time has been increased to everything and everyone. Uh, mm. I can see soothing sunlight, though, being useful sometimes, like especially in capture matches. You put it yeah. right in the center of uh, Alpha, Bravo, or Charlie, and then... Hey, it's it's doing its job. It's healing. If someone's smart enough to come up and grab it, that's an ally. Boom, they get a burst of heal. If an enemy go ahead, goes ahead and drops in on it, well, hey, bad news for them. That that's a really good point. Actually, I hadn't even thought about it because anything without minions, you know, to trip it either way, that's a good good argument for the mutation on the right side. Hey, good on you, Eric. Hey, you're welcome. I'm useful sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> All right, now level three to the left, we got Ceremonial Sacrifice. Ombra's Staff of Radiance can be used to transfer health to a targeted ally at the cost of her own life force. Health cost is minus 30% of healing done. In the middle, your Mutator, you've got Stellar Ritual. Ombra's Staff of Radiance can be used to fuel a sunspot, strengthening and replenishing its health. And to the right, you got Blood Drive, which increases the amount of life stolen from enemies through Ombra's Staff of Radiance, plus 15% lifesteal. Now, if you have the mutation on this one, you have to take it. You absolutely have to take it. Because even if, you, if you're going DPS with her, you can sit there and fuel a sunspot. And as you know, the enemy's trying to kill you, you can just dance around and moon jump around and fuel the sunspot and be doing constant damage to that enemy. Just keeping the sunspot alive, keeping it doing damage. Or if you're going healing, you can put out a sunspot and be like, hey, player X, get your butt over here because you got no health. I'm going to stand here and fuel the sunspot, which is going to heal you all the way up to full because you're going to keep that sunspot alive as long as you're fueling it. Now, the only downside to that is if you put it in the middle of a crowd, it's going to drain for, you know faster than you can fuel it. But this is how you really do your healing as an Ombra. You, you put it in the back, you say, come back here, you stand there and fuel it, and just fuel your buddy up to full. If you don't have the mutation, I feel you always got to go blood drive and increase your life steal from uh, the Staff of Radiance. I never ever pick the left side because oh why would i ever want to drain my own health even to heal a buddy that just means i'm dead faster and i'm not there healing you i could see maybe doing this if you've got a double healer build going and you are healing the miko who's going to heal you later but always the mutation and if not the mutation go to the right yep that is precisely what i would say uh just going ahead and feeling that sunspot's way too important to not pick and I can see where the blood drive, though, is useful. I mean, plus in, you know, 15% of that life still, that's pretty nice. But mm. I just think there's no real argument here. Stellar Ritual is definitely the better choice. And I would never give up my health. Uh, even if yeah. we had a good team who was doing a two-heel strat, I'm just not a—that doesn't sound good to me. I don't like to die. I do enough dying on my own. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like even as a two heel, you would have to have the Miko behind you healing you with the hand beam while you healed somebody with your staff of radiance. It's just it's just too much to work with there. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Level four to the left, you've got Radiant Gale. Enemies hit by solar wind are blown away, being repeatedly pushed back. The middle, the mutation, you've got Ritual of Repulsion. Replaces solar wind's directed channel with two slams to the ground with Ombra's staff. Enemies all around Ombra are pushed back with each slam. And then to the right, you've got Searing Wind. Solar wind deals more damage the closer Ombra is to her target, up to plus 100% damage. For me, you have to go with the mutation on this one because when you do those slams, you're pushing people back super far. It feels like you're doing a good amount of damage with each slam. I mean, this is how I get kills when I'm Ombra, is I'm knocking people around. I'm knocking them into corners. I'm knocking them forward into my buildables. You know, this this really allows you to play around with, I mean, enemy minions, enemy battleborn. It lets you mess with thralls, with the MX bots. This gives you a lot more utility as an Ombra. I think if you don't have the mutation, this is a total toss-up. Radiant Gale lets you push people away. It does, and it works, but you still have to be pretty close to them. If you want to keep pushing them back, you've got to keep following them, which keeps you in range of more deadly stuff. And Searing Wind, again, I don't think Solar Wind does enough damage on its own. I feel like it does a lot more with Ritual of Repulsion. But again, if you don't have the mutation... Total toss-up, in my opinion. Well, let me go ahead and close up that toss-up. If you have the mutation, I think the mutation is the best way to go, just as you said, because when you're just slamming enemies, everything out of the way, that just opens up so many more possibilities when it comes to attacking, retreating, all the good things. Uh, if you do not have that mm. mutation, I would say Radiant Gill, hands down, is the only way to go, because if you use it the way I do, which is as an escape tool, I... I bust that out, and then I just push a path straight back to my sentry or back to my base, wherever it is I'm trying to get away from. I don't use it as a, an attack to push forward. I use it to, hey, I'm mm-hmm. being surrounded, I'm cl- clipping on everything and all these other enemies, minions, and Battleborn. Boom, pop that, push, out, get me out of there. Makes sense, makes sense. I just don't ever use it as an attack so to me searing wind is just a no-go i think maybe if you combo that with the initial level one that sets them on fire it might do a decent amount of damage but eh, like i said solar wind on its own just doesn't do anything for me once you hit this mutator and you can make it into the staff slam that's when i start using it all right for level five to the left we've got cauterization amber gains increased movement speed when her flame shield is active plus 30 percent and then to the right, you've got Flame Burst. Ombra's Flame Shield explodes on expiry, damaging nearby enemies for plus 134 damage. For me, I always go to the left, just because when my Flame Shield's up, I'm about to get totally murdered. So as soon as I see my little Flame Shield overshield pop up, I'm getting out of dodge. I'm not worried about standing around doing AoE damage, because even if I have a good team that's like coming up behind me and I know... You know, even you, if, if you're as a Phoebe and you're on your way, I don't even care. I'm still getting out of there because, like I said before, as soon as my flame shield pops up, I know I'm going to be dead in like two seconds. So if it helps me get out of there a little bit faster, sometimes, oftentimes, still not, I need that 30% mm-hmm. movement speed. I would also agree on this one. Cauterization is pretty much the only way to go. Being able to get the heck out of Dodge quickly when that flame shield pops up, it's just... It's very, very important. And then you tie that in with like a previous skill, like I was saying, with Radiant Gale. Boom, you could just 
you fly out of there. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's true. Flame burst. I don't know. I guess if you're going to just pure damage build and you just want to be a wrecking ball in every way, shape, or form, well, there you go. Obviously, it just starts doing damage to all nearby enemies, but uh, I don't I don't mm. think that's the wise choice. Yeah, I agree. All right, level six. To the left, we've got Agile Anomaly. Sunspots can reveal enemies and have increased range, plus 50% area of effect radius. In the middle, for the mutation, you've got Solar Anomaly, which increases the amount of simultaneous active sunspots by one. And to the right, you've got Solar Storm, which decreases Solar Wind's cooldown time, minus 20%. To me, I usually take the mutation just to get one extra sunspot out there. But if I'm really wrecking shop with my staff slams, sometimes I go to the right with Solar Storm. If I'm, you know, if I'm really pushing hard and knocking people into corners and knocking them back into my buddies, and I'm just, you know, really disrupting the battlefield, I'll go with Solar Storm. You can't really go wrong with Solar Anomaly or Agile Anomaly, really. For me, it depends on if you have that mutation that gives you the Staff Slam, because then it's then it's a toss-up. But if you don't have the Staff Slam mutation and you don't have the mutation here for Solar Anomaly, Agile Anomaly is really the only way to go. If you don't have the Staff Slam mutation and you have this one, it's a toss-up between the left and the middle for me. Hmm. I would, for myself, I always pick Solar Anomaly, the mutation. Uh, just getting that extra sunspot up. Oh, I love it. Just popping those, like you said, popping those sunspots down over and over and over and over constantly. It's just, to me... Yeah more than worthwhile if you don't have the mutation mm-hmm. uh like you said i would go with agile anomaly just so you can reveal any enemies within range which is very helpful especially when they released pendles because um, he can just mm-hmm. annoy the living crap out of you and i never ever use solar storm so yeah definitely <laughs> agile anomaly or solar mm-hmm. anomaly <laughs> and for agile anomaly i never really noticed the increased range but i mean it is there so in theory it can help you I think probably the bonus is not quite enough to make it, like, really amazing, but it is at least something else to help out there if you have to take that one. Now for level 7. To the left, you got Flame Staff. The extra damage that Ombra's Scorching Strikes do through the expenditure of heat is gained as health, plus 100% lifesteal. In the middle, the mutation, you've got Radiant Halberd. When heated, Ombra's Staff of Radiance transforms into a halberd that fires condensed heat in the form of explosive minor novas. Now this no longer reduces the sunspot cooldown of your scorching strikes. And to the right, you've got Radiant Spear. That transforms Ombra's Staff into a spear capable of releasing all of its built-up heat in a singular devastating impact. For me, I always take that mutation because being able to shoot out ranged fireballs is always worth it for me. If people are coming in, you can harass them with the ranged fireballs. If people are running away, you can pick up a kill with the fireballs. If your team's pushing on a sentry, you can sit in the back and rain fire on it. This is always good. It takes away the sunspot cooldown of your scorching strikes, but it gives you so much, so many more options. It gives you so much more utility as an Ombra. Now, instead of being, you know, melee-based with like a little bit, little tiny bit of range with your sunspot and your, you know, your staff of radiance, this makes you ranged you can do all kinds of stuff and you can still blast people in the face with those fireballs even if they're in melee range and they seem to do a heck of a lot of damage they do way more damage than i ever do with the melee strikes so if you have that mutation you gotta take it Uh, if you don't have it i usually go to the left with flame staff just because lifesteal is always good i love lifesteal i've taken radiant spear before and 
I've only taken it once or twice. I, I don't get a whole lot out of it. Aubrey's not a big melee striker, so I, I didn't notice any real benefit when I took it. So for for me, mutation first and to the left if you don't have it. Man, I think we're just on the same mindset on this whole thing here, Matt, because I would say Radiant Hellbird is just by far the best option in this uh, level of Helix as well. And if you don't have it, you mm-hmm. want to go Flame Staff. And for all the same exact reasons. Life Steal on their Flame Staff and then Minor Novas, yeah. Uh, how can you say no to that? Because, like you said, it just yeah. opens up utility all over the place. Well, that was that was mm-hmm. a nice easy one. <laughs> then Level 8. To the left, you got Bask in the Light, which lowers Sunspot's cooldown time by 20%. To the right, you've got Fan the Flames, which increases the health of Ombra Sunspots by 50%. For me, you got to go left. You got to be getting those sunspots up all the time. You got to be putting them out all the time. Sunspots everywhere, like I told you before. Sunspot, sunspot, sunspot. To the right, I mean, it will help your sunspot stay there longer. But if you've got that mutation that lets you fuel the sunspots, you don't need them to stay around longer because you're standing there fueling the sunspot. So always go to the left. Always. Guess what I'm going to say? Always go to the left. You're going to say the opposite. <laughs> Oh, wow. No. Uh, you want them sunspots on the smallest cooldown time humanly possible. Not only can you sustain the sunspots, but if you got your cooldown low enough, you're popping these things up so often that who cares if they go quickly because there's yeah. never going to not be a sunspot. So hands down, uh, Bask in the Light is the superior uh, option in there. Now, level 9, I think, again, we've got a toss-up for me. To the left, you've got Howling Wind, which increases Solar Wind's area of effect by 40%, which I believe stacks when you turn it into the, the Staff Slam. And to the right, you've got Sweltering Wind, which increases Solar Wind's damage by 15%. Again, for me, I always have the Staff Slam, so both of these are good. You're either doing more damage, I mean, if you're using this to pin people in the corners i'm looking at you monuments i'm always pinning people in the corners of the lane with that or even if you're just using that to get people off of your sentry then to the left is good so again total toss-up for me just depends on how the match is going for me i'm gonna say that howling wind is the better option and the reason behind it is because as i said earlier if I don't use the mutation that turns the staff into an AOE ability, I use the solar wind to escape. And then by yeah. you know increasing its effects, that just gives me a wider hole and more chances of getting everything and everyone out of my way so I don't die. True, true. Now level 10, the last one. To the left, you've got Impact Crater. On impact, extinction event stuns nearby enemies for two seconds. To the right, you've got World's End. Extinction Event's Smoldering Remains last longer by three seconds. For me, I always go to the left just because if I manage to hit somebody with it, I can stun them. And stunning enemies is awesome because they get to stand there and look derpy while you and your friends murder them. To be honest, I never really noticed the smoldering stuff on the ground after I pop my ultimate. I mean, I know in my head that it's there, but I never see it do like enough damage that I want to buff that up it never feels like you know an oscar mike's frag Sendiary grenades or whiskey fox's napalm it just i mean i know it's there but even as somebody who's been on the receiving end of it i'll run into that no problem and not even worry about it i don't think it does enough damage so for me you got to go with the stun because if you manage to hit somebody or gee if you manage to hit a whole team when you're pushing on a sentry then it's just money well guess what we're going to end it on an agreement again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, right? I like this I know. one. This is pretty good. Impact Crater, it's just a better option because even though a lot of people see the attack and nowadays they'll get out of there and you're not getting anybody with it, if you do manage mm. to get someone, and especially in the situations like you're talking about, if you're fighting on a sentry, uh, if you're trying to get rid of uh, the bots in Meltdown, or if you're fighting on yep. a very important uh, spot in Capture, all these, all these mm. are relevant. Because if they stay in and they fight, they're getting stunned. And guess what a stun is in yep. Battleborn? It's a death sentence. Instant yes. death, yep. Um, and like you said, I don't see the damage on World's End uh, buffing up the smoldering remains to be, it's just not there. I mean, I've ran through it, mm. I can't tell you how many times, and eh, it doesn't do enough to where I, it scares me or keeps me away. So therefore, to me, it's just not mm. useful. Definitely agree. Now for Ombra, as far as gear, I generally go with my my default healer build that I told you guys about when we did the Rain of Deep Dive. First off, shards per second item, because even when you're in there, you know, draining minions and slapping them around with your scorching strikes, you're not getting a bunch of cash like you would if you were a Wrath or a Phoebe or a whoever. So that always goes on first for me. Then I've got cooldown time next. Just any cooldown reduction item, just... That way you'll get your sunspots out there even faster, especially if you take that helix that gets you, gets you cooldown time on it. Last but not least, I've got a legendary solar sustainer I throw on her. Heal power and attack damage. And again, the legendary effect on that is healing an ally grants attack damage to both you and the ally for five seconds. Now, I'm not sure if that attack damage you know, stacks onto what you're draining off of them with your staff, but... Again, as you're shooting out those fireballs or you're hitting them with the strikes, it's just a little bit more help for you. Plus heal power. Oh, gee, I want to heal my buddies, so that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat with you here on this one as well. Uh, you got to go with that shard, the shard bonus, and then, of course, like you said, you just use something with recoil, reload speeds, so that way you're just getting free shards. Mm -hmm. uh, cooldown time. To me, cooldown time's critical. Finding pieces with that cooldown time yeah. to get those sunspots up all the time. Very important. Obviously, if you're going healing, mm -hmm. which, well, why would you be playing an Ombra if you didn't want to do that? You're going to want heal power. Mm -hmm. And then the lastly, I don't know, I it's a toss-up for me. Sometimes I'll go with uh, health regen, especially since the new boost. Or, But just a straight-up health mm -hmm. is always useful. I don't grab too many with attack damage like you were talking about, but you know, it's definitely a good option yeah. as well. Now, another good option is her lore legendary, which is called the Shard of Janar, And that will do... Uh, at least on mine, it does 7.8% skill damage, 6% heal power, and then the bonus for Ombra is the Staff of Radiance will generate its own heat, which that legendary effect is awesome. But for me, I mean, the heal power on that versus my Solar Sustainer, my Solar Sustainer is like at 11.5 versus 6 here. I like to heal with Ombra. I use her mostly as a healer, so more heal power is better. I like the skill damage that's on the Shard, but for the same cost, I'm getting way more heal power. So I, I always go with that. But a gr great item, and I especially would love the, you know, the staff generating its own heat. That way, when you have the uh, ability to shoot out the little fireballs, you don't have to go drain something to get more heat to be able to shoot the fireballs. You can just shoot them whenever your staff makes its own heat. Precisely. I like it. I like it as well. I like it a lot. And lastly, Matt, what about just little general tips and tricks on playstyle? As I said, number one thing is 
Always have sunspots out, sunspots everywhere, sunspots behind your waves, sunspots in front of your waves, sunspots on your buddies, sunspots behind you so they can go get healed in the back. As far as play style, I'm generally like a, a second level. I'm not, not in the front lines, obviously, because I'm a healer, but I'm not way behind everybody just dropping sunspots on them because you are going to need to drain things to get the heat on your staff up. You're occasionally going to need to run in, smack a minion a couple times with your scorching strikes to get an emergency sunspot up. So you want to be close enough that you can do that without taking all the heat. So, I mean, if you see like a Wrath or an Eldrag on the other team, you're going to want to be further back. But if you're facing more of a ranged team, you can really hover closer to the front line, back up your buddies, jump in on anybody that gets, say, pulled down with a Shane and Oryx or a Galt, or somebody who slips up and tries to jump in on your front line. You can jump in with your Drain, activate it on them, and then as they're running away, kind of moon jump safely after them, keep that drain going to kind of keep procking damage on them the whole way through. I would uh, I would say the general way I play, and it's it's similar to yours, but I'm more in the front lines with her. Uh, I like to, especially if we have a tank, I'll try I'll try and attach myself to the tank. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll lay sunspots in the back, in the in the middle, up front, like you said, everywhere I can. But what I'm doing is I'm trying to scare everyone off the tank. So while he's pushing forward, I'm draining anybody who gets too close. You know, I'm just basically making everyone yeah. nervous to get in and you know do some damage on us because everyone is scared of Ombra. It's mm. just we all know this. And another pro tip from the pro mat, of course, I've seen it a million times. I know anyone who's listening has seen it a million times. As soon as you get your drain on somebody, you need to be moon jumping like a thorn. You need to be moon jumping all over the map because that drain will stay on them unless you like literally turn around and are not facing them anymore. So as soon as that locks onto them, moon jump everywhere, moon jump all over the place. It's going to make it really hard for them to hit you, and you're just going to be doing constant damage to them. You won't be doing a lot because she's not a super damage dealer, but you'll be doing enough that after like three or four seconds, they're going to go, okay, screw this. Precisely. I'm out. I'm, I'm <laughs> sick of Bomber right now. Yep. So there you go, boys and girls. There is our deep dive on Ombra. That's right. And uh, if you guys got any feedback for us, any any alternate takes, any any opinions of why we're really stupid, you can let us know. Of course, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. Hit us up on the Twitter at thirdshiftme. That's thirdshiftme. Hit us up on the Facebook. We're under Third Shift. And uh, other than that, we'll see you guys in the next actual episode on Friday. Oh, yeah. You know, guess what, Matt? You forgot something, buddy. What's that? Don't forget what? to save. Don't forget to save. <laughs>